Hello and welcome to a podcast of things that we did on the radio early today. Happy new month to you, by the way. I forgot about that. Oh, celebrations, pinch punch and whatever that is. What a weird way to try and get away with low level abuse. The start of a month. No, not falling for it. Um, So here's what we did on radio earlier today. On the show today, we will be discussing some vital issue issues, such as high heels. Steady. Don't be sending those messages. I already know what kind of message we'll get. No, thank you. Aliens are in the news. Who knows what will happen when we talk about that? Um, an update on the Wagatha Christie trial, because it's old news, but it's still it's fun. And uh, there's something else written down there. Oh, napping. Details on how having a good nap might be apposite. Details still to come. Isley Brothers, that lady, inner city and big fun, kicked off this hour. Music by Harry Styles on the way. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Oh, it'd be a nightmare trying to go over those. You walk through a field at the end of it. Oh, it's a hairy style. It would clean the mud off your boots on the way through. But it would somehow that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, let's discuss other issues. I don't know why I'm building that mental image. Um, crime update. Do you know what? There is enough crime in the news that maybe this is a subject we should do a jingle for. Crime news. We'll get one of those, mate. <clears throat> but this is the story of a drunken burglar who caused damage worth thousands of pounds at a KFC restaurant. Said... The Colonel can afford it. This is up in Stoke-on-Trent, in this court case that's happening there. He was eventually told to pay compensation of £1,000, so don't worry, the the results are in. But his excuse when he caused damage to KFC is that the Colonel could afford it. Does he know that it's not an actual... There's no actual Colonel working around the back, just because they've got the picture. The giveaway is that it's more of a drawing than a picture. That's why you know it's not real. Plus... If this guy thinks the Colonel owns KFC and therefore can afford the damage, is that why he didn't go and smash anything in McDonald's, thinking, that poor clown, they can't make a lot of money these days. You don't often see a circus, so I'm not going to, you know, Ronald can't afford to chip in. I wonder he looks sad. Then again, if you do think whoever theoretically owns the company can pay for the damage, why did he not go to Burger King? No, because it just... You imagine with all that royal funds going on there... Would have made it easier to cover. Um, In the news... Oh, the best piece of news I've seen for ages. We know that this time of day is a bit of a struggle. When we started doing this time of day show, there was a news story right at the start of it that called this the worst time of the day. Play the jingle. The worst part of the day. Because research said this is when the brain slows down. You need to somehow rest. It's the hardest part to get through. Well, Dr. Michael Mosley's in the news, giving advice on how to improve your health, which includes afternoon naps. Ta-ting! Do you reckon there's a thing where I could just play, like, 17 songs in a row and just get, like, a good kip? Do you reckon that would do it? No, they're saying no, they're saying no. But in his new book, Just One Thing, he lists various things that could improve your health, and afternoon naps are in there. Mm. I don't nap during the show. Well, no, but in general, I don't nap during the show. I do like a nap. Especially with having the young lad, I think it's very important. So here's what I'm asking. What's what's the key to a good nap? I'm pretty good at napping, but if you could give me more advice, I'll take a slice of that action. Recently, I was... Because we were discussing naps in the studios when we were filming recently. So just to name drop, um, Ellie Taylor, her advice is to wear earplugs. And the consensus was, well, if you've got a new kid, you can't wear earplugs. You can't hear them crying. And she said, no, just wear the earplugs. Okay. The warm-up act is a guy called guy called Mark Olver. He was advising a blindfold. So if I go for their pieces of advice, a blindfold and earplugs, 
you'd never see me again, would you? I'd end up getting eight hours. So, what's your top tips for afternoon nappage? We'll write that down and just improve our lives. And it's really interesting. I got a message actually from uh, Andrew who says that he's listening via the internet. You know, the atmospherics, the signal. Yeah, we know. We're, we're aware of what's happening there. But he was saying, because he's listening, he's not listening on FM. But maybe uh, that will change what happens with the aliens. Well, that's a very good point, because look, there's a story in the news about aliens that if we ever did try and communicate to them, it would be pointless. The newspaper says humans attempting to talk to aliens would be like an ant trying to chat to people. Would it? Why is that then? Boffins reckon that we earthlings would be so mentally inferior that any communication would be lost in translation. Yeah, but ants aren't even talking. It, there's nothing to translate with an ant, is there? Is there? Or it, maybe it's really, really quiet because they're very small. I just feel that if they're that clever, if the aliens are that clever, surely they could still understand us. Like, I've met some really thick people. <laughs> you can still understand what they're going at a bit. So, uh, <coughs> oh dear, I'm not sure I entirely believe this. However, you know what happens when we start talking about aliens. Um, I My bigger worry is that they will try and get in touch using FM. And if they do, that would start to break in. If they picked 107.5 megahertz, there'd be interference, there'd be static that would then suddenly come in and then break into what I'm saying. Now you wouldn't be able to hear me. You'd be listening to an alien. I don't know what they'd do. Maybe do a joke about some topical news story. And then it would fade back in and then you'd hear me again still talking. But of course, seeing as more people are listening online rather than FM, that wouldn't happen. So maybe... Just maybe we got away with it. You must have seen this news story. I'm sorry I'm late to the table on this one, but I've just spotted that um, well-heeled Essex has lost its crown as the stiletto capital of Britain. What? Norfolk now tops the UK tottering league where 8% of women wear high heels five days a week. These days, the typical Essex girl is more likely to keep pace with fashion in a pair of comfy trainers. Um, oh, now, I must admit, maybe I'm not surprised by this because whenever I'm walking around doing a little bit of shopping, the number of fluffy, furry slippers that seem to be being worn outside, I'm not never really sure what's going on there. You know, years ago, I tried to push back against the trend of the Ugg boot, and I lost. And I would try and have a go at people wearing their furry slippers. Like, like it's a Benny Hill sketch, and you're, you're a, a wife whose husband's gone to work, and you're waiting for the milkman. It's got that kind of look to it. But apparently it's trendy these days. But it's up in Norfolk where people wear high heels. Not necessarily just to look sexy, just because it's the closest thing to a hill those people get. Some Something that's less boring than just flat. So that's that's it. I, mean, I think I'd like I'd like us to get back to being number one in terms of uh, wearing high heels. So that's what I got. I got these on today. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. They're pinching, but I think it's worth it. Wagger. Do you remember the Wagatha trial? Oh, it was exciting. Well, now there's an update on it. Colleen Rooney said, well, apparently she won the Wagatha Christie trial after putting together her own vast case file like a librarian. That sentence was getting sexy for a while, wasn't it? I was thinking like a criminal barrister, like a, a private investigator, like one of those gumshoes. See, listen here, see. You can't be throwing your, uh, your phone in the North Sea. I've still got the information, see. Nope, none of that. Like a librarian. What? Quietly? Anyway, uh, the wife of England and Manchester United legend Wayne Rooney shocked legal advisers when she marched into their office with a stack of organised and carefully labelled documents. So they're impressed that she did the, the job well. well. 
Is it churlish of me to say yes? And also, I guess when you don't have to lift a lift a finger for a living, it's good to have got a lot of time to be organising paperwork. Nothing. No. Okay. Maybe I'm being harsh. Talking naps because I've reached that age. They're good for you, apparently. And we were just trying to think, what's the tips for a good nap? Earlier, I mentioned that someone I know, the warm-up act, who did stuff in the studio, um, where Mark Oliver said blindfold, and he actually said to me, Steve, try a blindfold it'll change the world. But he was so keen on me trying a blindfold, it felt weird. Like, why do you want me to not be able to see, Mark? What what have you got planned? So I've been locking the door at night, so that's changed. I've not got a blindfold yet. Although Debbie says uh, a blindfold is good for helping you to sleep. Uh, Chris gets in touch and says, uh, don't nap more than 20 minutes, otherwise you'll feel worse. I don't know. I know people say that, but I... Give me any amount of time and I'll sleep. Yeah. John's been getting in touch as well. You can track me down on social media, at Mr. Stephen Allen. More, uh, it says, um, Steve, I don't nap, but my missus does. The key to her having a great nap is a morning at work and then one of my roast dinners inside her and she sleeps like a baby. Oh. So if we all eat more and only do half a day's work, we'll nap better. I think productivity might take a slap. And he says, as you know, I used to be a snooker table fitter. The key to having a good nap, oh, is the pun on the way, is to put the cloth the right way round. I forgot that the word nap means more than one thing. I think this we're running out of time, so it should be a wrap-up uh, section of the news stories that we're probably not going to get to talk about. What we got? Tim Burton refuses to watch his own films and compares seeing clips of his work to attending a funeral. I was going to say, oh, that's harsh, but I've seen some of his films. They're probably actually about funerals, aren't they? It's a bit miserable. Um, tipsy 96% of students reported having a hangover during their time at university. Surely the only shocking thing about that is it's only 96%. What else? Hey, who manages three years at university without having a hangover? Probably giving away why I've not done much of my degree. Um, French champagne makers will be making English fizz because they've been buying up hundreds of acres of land over here. Top brands such as, is it Taitinger? I don't really drink a lot of champagne because I'm not posh. Plus, also, it feels like it's not going to have the word taint, taint, tainting, tainting. Well, the other brand that's bought up lands in Hampshire and Kent is uh, Pommery. And I imagine wine called Pommery, made in England, will sell really well in Australia. It's got that vibe to it, hasn't it? Um, oh, and finally, staff at a co-op will be able to take paid time off for, for fertility treatments. Is that just for getting the test done? Because that is literally the best way to make a living, isn't it? And that's your podcast done for another day. Subscribe, tweet, email, usual things. Till next time. Bye.